Welcome to Leading Lights. You're about to hear a message from Lighthouse Church in Jersey. Right, we're talking about Christmas, and I want to take a slightly different approach tonight and talk about a man who was a king of Israel. His name was Josiah. And he found a present that he didn't expect to find. And this is an amazing story. One of the most amazing stories in the Bible is what I'm about to tell you. And amazingly as well is the fact that many, many people don't know the story. Josiah, King Josiah, is named in the book of 2 Kings 23 as the best king of Israel ever. And yet most people, if you say to them, who was the greatest king of Israel, they will say David or Solomon. But actually Josiah is named in 2 Kings 23 verse 25 as the best king of Israel ever. But he started from a very bad place. King Josiah became king at the age of eight. And his father and his grandfather before him had been terrible kings. They had worshipped foreign gods and sacrificed children in fires and for about 77 years Israel had been in a terrible place just evil worshipping all sorts of bad gods far away from the real God and Josiah becomes king at the age of eight and for 18 years of his reign he's just a normal king but something happened after 18 years of his reign he found a present when he wasn't expecting to find a present. He sent some of his men to go and look in the temple, even though the temple had been ruined and was hardly being used for the worship of God. He said to them, go and count the money. Go and see what money is in the temple. And you may have been the kind of person you wake up on Christmas morning and you go and you say, well, let's, let's see what presents are under the tree. Maybe there'll be some socks and I don't know, maybe just the normal stuff. And then one of the gifts you open is so amazing and it surprises you so much. You go, wow, and it just changes your life forever. I don't know, I'm, I'm hoping you have that experience this year. Maybe you do, maybe you don't. But Josiah did. Something they found in the temple and it was the Bible. They'd lost the Bible. For 70 odd years, the nation of Israel had been existing without the Word of God. And so in 2 Kings 22 verse 3, it says, Now it came to pass in the 18th year of King Josiah that the king sent Shaphan the scribe, the son of Azaliah, the son of Meshullam, to the house of the Lord, saying, Go up to Hilkiah the high priest, that he may count the money which has been brought into the house of the Lord. Verse 8, Then Hilkiah the high priest said to Shaphan the scribe, I have found the book of the law in the house of the Lord. And he gave the book to Shaphan and he read it. And verse 11 says, Now it happened when the king heard the words of the book of the law that he tore his clothes. A little bit later, it says uh, a lady was talking to him and she said, Because your heart was tender and you humbled yourself before the Lord when you heard what I spoke against this place and against its inhabitants, that they would become a desolation and a curse. And you tore your clothes and wept before me. I have heard you. And then verse 25 of 2 Kings 23 says, Before him there was no king like him who turned to the Lord with all his heart, with all his soul, and with all his might, according to all the law of Moses, nor after him did any arise like him. Josiah was the most amazing king because he found 
a gift, the Bible. But there's another layer to this. He didn't just find the Bible, he found his name in the Bible. Because 300 odd years earlier, a prophet had stood up and had said, there's going to become a king called Josiah, and he's going to do such and such a thing. And so in 1 Kings 13, verse 1, it says, Behold, a man of God went from Judah to Bethel by the word of the Lord, and Jeroboam stood by the altar to burn incense. Then he cried out against the altar by the word of the Lord and said, O altar, altar, thus says the Lord, behold, a child Josiah by name shall be born to the house of David, and on you he shall sacrifice the priests of the high places who burn incense on you, and men's bones shall be burned on you. Josiah read his own name in the Bible, not just the beauty of the whole Bible, that was special enough, but it went from being just a general book for the whole nation to being a personal book speaking about him. And he understood and, and just it dawned on him, God knows me by name. And God cares about me and God has prepared in advance some things for me to do for him. And Josiah was changed drastically. And so the, the whole chapter of 2 Kings 23 speaks about all the things that Josiah did. And he was fulfilling the prophecy. The prophecy had said he was going to burn a whole lot of stuff on the altar and he was going to bring the nation back to God. And I'm just going to read you a couple of the verses from the chapter. It says, verse 15, Moreover, the altar that was at Bethel and the high place which Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, who made Israel sin, had made, both that altar and the high place, he broke down, he burned the high place, he crushed it to powder, he burned the wooden image, and Josiah turned and he saw the tombs that were there on the mountain. And he sent and he took the bones out of the tombs and burned them on the altar and defiled it according to the word of the Lord, which the man of God proclaimed, who proclaimed these words. In other words, it's saying he did exactly as was prophesied about him 300 odd years later. And he knew that he was doing it. Because the very next verse says, Then he said, Whose gravestone is this that I see? And the men of the city told him, It is the tomb of the man of God who came from Judah and proclaimed these things which you have done against the altar of Bethel. And he said, Let him alone. Let no one move his bones. So he knew what he was doing. And it changed his life forever. And my message is very, very simple tonight for us. This Christmas, just as we've heard already in the videos and Heidi sharing and the songs we've been singing, there's a deeper gift than the, the material gifts that we're going to receive and give on Christmas Day. It's Jesus. And it's possible that you may find that you come to Christmas Day and you're opening your gifts and suddenly you realize there's something much more precious. And it's Jesus. And He knows your name. He knows your name. In John chapter 10 verse 3, Jesus says, I am the good shepherd. He says, I call my sheep by name and they hear my voice and they follow me and I lead them out. The sign of a person who is a Christian, who really knows God, is that they have heard God calling them by name. It's not just a general cultural religious 
truth. Yes, yes, we're a Christian family. We're a Christian nation. We live in the Christian society. No, no. He's called me by name. And when I read his word, it's not just interesting theology. It's his plan for my life. King David felt like this in Psalm 139. He says, oh Lord, you know me. You know my going out, my coming in. Before I even say a word, you know it completely. And then in verse 16, he says, your eyes saw my unformed body. In other words, before I was even made, you saw me. You were going to make me and you saw what I was going to be like. And then it says, all the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. David understood. David felt like God had called him by name. And I feel like that. There was a day in my life where I realized Jesus was calling my name. And I was challenged to go to the front of a church. And they said, will you promise to follow God forever? And I said, Lord, I'm answering you. You're calling me by name. Yes. And suddenly his Bible became a love letter from him to me. It wasn't just theory anymore. I was reading his plans. All the days ordained for me were written in his book. And I could understand them. And it was, it was a personal adventure between me and God. And I want to say this Christmas, please look through all the normal presents and find the amazing present like Josiah did. You know, when Jesus was born, a couple of people noticed that he was something more than just another human baby. Obviously, Mary did because she'd had this angelic visitation and Joseph did because God had told him. But they took the baby to the temple and there was an old man called Simeon in Luke chapter 2. And he saw the baby and he was so excited. He said, oh God, now I can depart or die in peace because my eyes have seen your salvation that you promised from years before to be a light to the Gentiles, salvation for your people Israel. He saw through the little wrinkly flesh that a normal baby is, he saw there was a gift inside. And various people throughout Jesus' life saw it and they received this gift. Not everybody did. Many people just saw him as a human being, but some people saw there's a treasure inside Jesus, and they received it. They felt like he was calling them by name. Do you remember Mary Magdalene? She had been an immoral woman. She had lived a, a life far from God, and Jesus had saved her. And then when, when he died and was buried in the tomb, she was grief-stricken. And she's standing outside the tomb. Her whole world has been turned upside down because her savior has died and there's a gardener there she thinks he's a gardener and she's saying if you've taken his body tell me where it is and he just says her name he just says mary and she suddenly realizes and she's undone and her grief turns to joy and un unbelievable worship she wants to cling on to him and worship him and he says no no don't touch me yet i haven't ascended to my father yet have you had that experience? Have you found the gift? Or is Christianity for you just humdrum, normal, everyday stuff? You might say to me, how do I know? How do I know that he's calling my name? Greg, how did you know he was calling your name? I felt this tugging in my heart, you might say. I felt it tugging. Even tonight, I thought I was just coming to a a service 
But I feel like maybe there's a gift in here. Maybe there's a treasure. How do I know? How do I know it's God calling me? Maybe, maybe I'm imagining it. Maybe it's emotionalism. Maybe the music is just so good that it's making me want to worship Jesus. And I must just get rid of all this silliness. Maybe that's you. Jesus said something really amazing in John chapter 6 and verse 44. He said, no one can come to me unless the Father is drawing him. Jesus said, no one, you cannot come towards Jesus unless it's God drawing you. You can't make it up on your own. It can't be somebody else who convinces you. It can't be the devil who convinces you. If you want to come closer to Jesus, that means that it's God calling your name. And all you have to do is say, Lord, thank you. I respond. And you open that gift. And more than that, you open your heart. And then when you read the book of the law, when you read the Bible, you suddenly see God's got a plan for me. Let's pray together. Lord Jesus, I thank you for bringing us here tonight. I thank you for this Christmas season, 2017. I thank you for all the joy and the family and the, the wonderful things that we're going to have together. But more than that, Lord, I thank you that we can, like Josiah, find a gift that we didn't expect and it can change our lives forever. And I pray, I, I cry out to you, Lord God, tonight for my Dear friends who are here, that every single one of us who hear the Lord calling us, who feel the pull of the Lord, would find you this Christmas time. I pray, Lord, that none of us would deafen our ears and turn aside and, and ignore your voice and miss the greatest gift of all. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for listening. Please visit leadinglightsnetwork.com for more resources and subscribe to our podcasts on iTunes. And please consider supporting this ministry financially by making a donation on the giving page of leadinglightsnetwork.com or lighthousejersey.com.